to podcast 53 everybody this is a unique one today why you may be asking well i am completely alone that's right i'm all by myself all by myself don't want to be actually you know what the funny thing is i'm not only completely alone on this podcast right now but I'm also completely alone at the office. Everybody's gone. And I knew Pastor Aaron wasn't going to be here today because he's on vacation. But I've got no idea where Leanna is at. And I haven't seen anybody else at church today. <laughs> this, is, this is oddly, oddly alone. I know my wife is supposed to come in later today and work. I'm, I'm recording this podcast around 11 a.m. in the morning. I thought she was going to be here around 10 a.m. She's not here. Leanne is not here. I haven't seen anybody. I'm like living in this really weird, bizarre day at work, but we're getting things done. It's one of my goals to make sure I give you a podcast once a week. I mean, more than that would be awesome. I don't think I have the time though. And and so I thought since it doesn't matter if I'm alone, I just was thinking that, you know what? I can do this whole thing by myself. I hope I can, and we're doing it. We're living the dream right now, folks. Man, so I've had a real busy more than a month, like real busy. Um, Just put it in perspective, obviously work and family and all that is totally normal, but then um, and my totally normal schedule is usually kind of busy. And so I've had family in my house for over a month. That's right. I had my my in-laws first my my mother-in-law came up for a week and then my father-in-law um met up with her at the house uh they went to an Airbnb in our town for a week but they were hanging out with us then they came back to our house for a week so they were at our house for a little over 3 weeks then as soon as they left um like literally 24 hours later uh my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law and their kids came in and stayed at our house for a little over a week and then as soon as they left, I flew to Denver. I preached at Thrive Church, which was awesome. Just to give a report there, in the 9 a.m. service, there was six salvations. In the 11 a.m. service, there was like 12 salvations. It was awesome. Then I flew home Sunday night. Then Monday, me and my wife drove to Traverse City, Michigan for a pastor's retreat. It included like worship training sessions and some time together as husband and wife. Then we drove home on Wednesday. I'm back in the office on Thursday. I'm all alone in the office today, which I don't really know why. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I've been out of the office, so I don't know why nobody's here. And so I'm back at work today, been busy, and I was so excited for a good night's sleep last night. Like, you know what I mean when you're like, oh, I'm really ready for my own bed. You know, I've been in hotel rooms. I've been in a hotel room in Denver. Then I'm in hotel rooms in Traverse City. Finally back in my bed. There's nothing like your own bed with your own pillow, your own nighttime routine. There's nothing like it. Finally in my bed last night, and I don't know what time it was, 
a crack of thunder, woke me and my entire house up. All the kids come running into the, our room. We're scared, mommy and daddy, what's going on? Then shortly after that, all the tornado sirens start going off. And I'm like, do we need to take cover? And then my my wife's phone starts beeping like a warning beep. It's like a, it's like this beep that overrides all your settings. So if your phone's on silent, if your phone's on do not disturb, it don't matter. It pushes through all that, and all of a sudden it's like, eh, 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 and, and and you know your the kids are in the room, and and she's like, get this, can't this thing just stop beeping at me? <laughs> and you know, you're, it's like it's like eleven thirty at night. You don't have any patience for this. You're tired. You're you're so excited for a good night's sleep, and now you're not getting it. And the tornado siren's going off. The phone is beeping. The lightning is flashing. The thunder is cracking so loud. You can't sleep. Nobody can sleep. So this is all happening, and I'm like, you know, we just need to get into the basement. Take all the family and even the dog is down in the basement and we're laying on, thankfully we've got some stuff to lay on down there. We're laying on a bed and a couch and we're just down in the basement and we're riding out the storm and finally probably like, well, I don't know what time it was, maybe 1 a.m. I think, okay, I think the storm's passed. So we get back up, put the kids back in their beds. We lay back in our bed and finally go back to sleep. You know, the alarm goes off this morning at 7 a.m. Oh, my goodness. I did not get the amount of sleep I needed. But we are here. We are at work. We're doing our thing. We're living the dream. And I wanted to talk to you today on this podcast. I really wanted to talk to those people today who find themselves kind of at the beginning stages of their life. Like you're in high school, you're in college, or maybe you're starting your career. You're like, you are at the beginning. And I want to give some three pieces of advice today to those of you who are at the beginning of your life. Maybe you're you're 18, you're 17, 18, maybe you're in your 20s. Or, or it could be that right now you're in your 30s or even your 40s, and it feels like you're starting over. All right, there's some th- there's some really important things that we all must be doing at the beginning stages of a career, our life, our 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 education. Just this is so important. I don't actually know what I'm calling the podcast today. Uh, we'll figure that one out later. But the first thing you gotta do, you've got to do this first thing first before you have any success. And you have to build a foundation. So let me put this into practical terms. When you're in high school and maybe you go off to college for four years, you are not doing anything except building a foundation. You're learning. You're learning all the skills necessary to be successful. This is not time wasted. Typically, when you're in school, you're kind of, it feels as if you're going backwards. Like, what do I mean by that? Well, I don't, you could be going backwards financially, getting into debt. That happens to a lot of people who go to school. You start going backwards. Maybe like you have to stop your life. You can't work to make money. So it's like you have to stop things like that to educate yourself. But what you're doing is you're building this strong foundation that you can stand on for the rest of your life. If you never build this foundation you're going to have a very difficult time succeeding for years and years to come. I just heard a story of a young man who was married to his brand new wife, 
and they felt a call to be missionaries in Mexico, and they were about to leave the country, and they sat down for dinner with another older couple who used to be full-time missionaries in Mexico, and this couple, older couple, was giving this young couple advice before they went off to Mexico, and this older couple, the, the man looked at him, him, the other man and the wife, and said, you must do this one thing, and you must take the first year in Mexico. Do not do any ministry. Do not worry about getting somebody saved. Do not worry about starting a church. Do not worry about starting a discipleship. Do not worry about get, gathering to yourself mentors. Do not do anything but this one thing the first year. And you know, that young man is like, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? What is he going to say? He's curious. He's like, you need to learn the language. If you do not learn the language the first year, then all your other years will be unsuccessful. If you can learn the language, then you can move forward and start your ministry. And that's exactly what this young couple did. They took the first year. They didn't witness. They didn't disciple. They didn't preach. They didn't send out a newsletter to all the supporting churches to let them know about all the amazing ministry that they're doing. They spent the first year, and they learned the language. That's what you're doing right now in school. Or maybe you're starting a business. You have to build a foundation. You're, you're doing that. You're building a foundation. Don't. This is not time wasted, young people. This is not time wasted going to school. This is not time wasted doing an internship program. This is not time wasted in an apprenticeship program. You are building a foundation. Without a good foundation, your ministry will crumble. And, uh, th- and, and so this missionary that went off and did that, he successfully learned the language the first year, and now he's been doing ministry in Mexico for 30 years. And he says he has seen maybe close to at least 1,000 different missionaries come to Mexico in hopes to do ministry in Mexico for the rest of their life, but they never took the time to learn the language. And as the years went on, they were very unsuccessful in their ministry in the mission field, and they left. He says he has probably seen up to a 1,000 different missionaries have to leave because they didn't learn the language. He said, I was so happy to take the first year to build my foundation to stand on. The second thing, after you build your foundation, you've got to do is you've got to focus and grow. Focus and grow. Focus and grow. You're building your foundation. You're focusing your goal. I think about my time in college. Four years of building a foundation. Four years of focusing and growing. What was I doing? I was studying. I was studying. I was learning. I was praying. I was meeting people, getting to know People from all over the world, I was so privileged to be able to go to a university or Roberts University where there was people there at the college from all over, not just the U.S., but the world, meeting people, talking to people, hearing people's stories, understanding people's lives, realizing that, that there's so many different kinds of callings, there's so many different types of, t- types of, t- of ways to, to study and serve God, just listening to people, studying I, I, I was privileged to even be a, a part-time youth pastor at a small church in Sepulpa, Oklahoma. <laughs> Just times of growing 
focusing, focusing, not, not, not wishing that I was just done with this, not, not blowing off my classes, not treating it like it was small and insignificant, but treating every class I went to as an opportunity to grow and learn and stretch. I was growing. I was focusing. I was studying Greek. I was studying Hebrew. I was studying Old Testament, New Testament. I was learning about the apostles. I was learning about leadership. I was learning how to plant and grow churches, growing, focusing, growing. You've got to do this. Whoever you are out there, listen, if you're young or old, it feels like you're starting you're starting, or you're starting over, please do not underestimate the time of study, the time of growth, this time that you are learning, learning. You're building a foundation, and you're, number two, you are focusing, and you are growing. And then he said a third thing. There's a third thing that we've got to do. It's a third thing we've got to do if we're going to be successful. Do these three things if you're going to be successful. Number one, build that foundation. Number two, focus and grow. And number three, partner with leaders. I remember by the time I was a senior, I started realizing I need a plan for when I graduate. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) What am I going to do after I graduate? I knew I wanted to marry my, at the time the girl I was dating, Jen. I knew I wanted to marry Jen, who's now my wife, for 15 years. I knew that's what I wanted to do. But you know what else I needed to do? I needed to get a job. And you know what I think? I, the one I started realizing, who are, the, who are the people or the pastors and the leaders that I know? I started thinking about that. Who, are my, who am I partnered up with? Who knows me? And I started thinking about the, the I was a part-time youth pastor down there at the church. I started thinking about that pastor. I wonder if he wants to hire me full-time. I started thinking about other pastors I knew down there. I started thinking about professors that I had built relationships with. I started thinking to myself, oh, I, I know pastors in Michigan, even though I'm living in Oklahoma for the last four years. I know pastors in Michigan. I wonder if they are looking for a staff member at their church. I started thinking about all the leaders that I've partnered up with over the years. And then I, I started praying. <laughs> Lord, where do you want me to go? Started getting some job offers, not a lot. Had a couple job offers in Michigan. I had a job offer in Oklahoma. Started praying about those job offers. I felt the Lord wanted me to come back serve at my dad's church. So I told my girlfriend slash fiance at the time, hey, I think the Lord wants me to go, wants us, wants me to go work at my church in Michigan with my dad. You know what my fiance said, Jen, who's now my wife? No, (laughs) I don't want to go to Michigan. Can't you find a job here? And, you know, I pondered that and I thought about that for a while, for days, weeks, you know what that happened? You know what I realized? I didn't have many relationships with pastors and leaders in Oklahoma. I didn't have this deep well to pull from in Oklahoma. 
And it gave me a little bit of concern. And I realized, you know what? I don't, I didn't partner up with too many people in Oklahoma. Maybe I should have, maybe I should have done that more. I started thinking, did I, did I do it right? Did I, did I spend my four years in college the right way? Did I, was I, was I smart? Was I wise? Oh no! Should I have been meeting with pastors more? Should I have been partnering up and 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 doing more at churches? Should I have been ser- should I have been serving at different churches? Should I did I do it right? But I felt the Lord speak to me. Let me know. No, I do want you to go to Michigan. I'll I'll speak to Jen. Don't worry. That's exactly what happened. I remember Lord actually ended up speaking to Jen. No, I want you guys both to go to Michigan. And once she heard the Lord speak, she was ready to go. But I did those I did those three things. And I really want to encourage you out there, audience, to do these three things too. To not to not think that building your foundation, don't think that building your foundation is time wasted. It's not. Don't think that the years spent focusing and growing is time wasted. It's not. Partner with leaders. Being linked with others is how God will get you to where you want to go. Most of this life is about partnership, partnering with Jesus, partnering with others. I think about even dating and getting engaged to Jen, making her now my partner. That was a smart decision I made on my end. She's been a wonderful partner, obviously more than that. My, my friend, obviously my wife, my helper. She's my partner. That was a smart decision. Careful who you partner up with. Careful who you connect with. Careful who you decide to link up with. It can either build you or destroy you. Who are you partnering with? Who are you linking up with? Who are your friends? You know, I did think about my friends. I started asking my friends, what are you doing after you graduate college? A lot of them had plans. Some of them were going to go to churches around America for internship programs. Some of them were going to go study overseas. They had all these ideas. Everybody had plans. It seemed like everybody had a plan. Some people didn't have too good of plans, but everybody seemed to have a plan. And as them, sometimes they would talk about their plans, they would actually say, oh, me and so-and-so and so-and-so are going off to this internship at a church in Colorado, or we're going to go off to, to, I'm serving at a church in Texas. And it kind of seemed like people kind of linked up or partnered up with their friends to go off and do something for the kingdom. So it seemed and it appeared to me that, oh, these partnering, these relationships were important. People, people had built relationships with, with others And it seemed to have a real determining factor on the direction of their life after they graduated. Who are you partnered up with right now? I mean, look at your friend groups. Are they leading you in the right directions? Look at those you're dating. Are they leading you in the right direction? Are you thinking about marrying somebody? Is that person going to point you in the right direction in life? These are good questions we got to ask ourselves. So maybe we'll call this podcast Three Steps to Success. What do you think? I think that's a good name. Three Steps to Success. Oh, it's been great to be with you today, audience. I'm not sure I liked being all alone. 
It's a whole lot easier to have a partner in the room. <laughs> I should pay. Uh, it goes so well with my lesson today. Life is a little is a lot easier when you have the right partner. Being alone on the podcast was more difficult than having a partner. It's easier when you got a partner. It's been great to be with you today, audience. Podcast 53 has been one to remember. I'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work them off today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today.